Hello, Mount Baker. Welcome to the very first official episode of the Mount Baker High School ASB's podcast. We, as an ASB, are so excited to begin this project and see where it goes. And we hope that if you are listening, you're just as excited to hear our curiosities and passions and interests too. My name is Caitlin Vanderhorst, and I'm going to be kicking off episode one with an interview with the one and only Jason Lee. Jason Lee is one of the most inspirational, hardworking, and kind human beings I've ever met, and he's had such an impact on me and tons of other staff and students as well. I will always remember Jason being in Honor Society and as ASV president. He has a fantastic way of knowing the perfect time to embrace silly and casual moments and make them memorable, but he also knows exactly when to intentionally engage as a leader. Jason is extremely talented academically and through basketball and football at Baker, and he has continued to pursue those talents given the opportunity of a full-ride scholarship to Yale University. With that super quick introduction, I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode where him and I will talk about Yale, Mount Baker, and everything in between. Here is an interview with Jason Lee. Hi, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to finally give back to the Baker community in some way. Yeah, I'm sure everyone's super duper excited to hear about what you're doing now. So I just want to jump right in and talk about Yale because I think there's probably a lot to talk about. Yeah. So my first question, has it been everything you would have hoped it to be? Um, for me personally, I think it has been because my initial goal going to college was to be academically challenged. Mm-hmm. And I can definitely say that's true here at Yale. Like, yeah. I'm learning, learning at a very exponential rate and all the classes I'm taking it's like material that I've never learned. Like uh, I'm taking a science course right now, which is my intended major as of right now. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, um, I've always wanted to play sports. And then I got to try out here at Yale and made it on the football team. So honestly, I I got the best of both worlds academically and athletically. So I would I would say my dreams. That's so awesome. Um. So with that, even though it sounds like everything has been so amazing so far, has there been anything disappointing that you're willing to share? Yeah, for sure. It's I talk about it a lot with the new friends I've made here. It's like definitely a culture shock moving into like the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say so. Yale is in New Haven, Connecticut, and it's a it's a pretty small city. I wouldn't say it's like Times Square city like. Yeah. It's definitely different than home. Like I miss being outside in nature, going to school at Baker and seeing the trees and the mountains in the background. It's just now all I hear is cars and motorcycles ripping around on the street in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, I but, feel um, like we definitely Yeah, it's, I definitely have been homesick every once in a while. It's yeah. a little disappointing. And whenever I tell people where I'm from, uh-huh. I always I always mention how I miss the water and how I miss the forest. Yeah. So, and then obviously I miss my family, but yeah. I mean, other than that, I wouldn't say I'm a pretty happy, upbeat person. So I don't think there's been much other than that. Sweet. I'm really glad. 
I think it's really interesting. I think at Baker, we kind of take advantage and forget how awesome our environment is. Yeah. Everyone tells me that they think, you know, the West Coast is beautiful. Uh, mm -hmm. I always just take it for granted whenever I'm there. Yeah. Okay. So what does football look like? Because I know there are definitely some people who are curious about what that aspect is for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can give you like the whole rundown of Sure. So, um, yeah, for those that haven't heard, the Ivy League Football Association canceled the season for this year. Mm -hmm. So, as of right now, we're just training in preparation for next fall. Um, so, basically, we're treating it as a redshirt year mm -hmm. where everyone gets an extra year to get to where they need to be athletically, mentally. And that's an advantage because Ivy League normally doesn't allow redshirt years. So, I actually kind of see it as a plus, even though I don't get to play all yeah. this year. But um, schedule wise, right now, we're moving in phases according to COVID regulations. Mm hmm. So we're in phase one right now, and my schedule looks like lifting four days a week on the, the afternoons, like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm -hmm. And then on, on that Wednesday that I have off, we have a um, 6 a.m. practice, 6 to 8 a.m. practice out on fields, all like socially distanced and COVID regulated, like in a small group spot position. Uh huh. And once, so once we move into phase two, it's going to get a little more busy. We're going to have the same lifts four days a week, but then they're going to have us go have 6 a.m. practices every single weekday. Which I can't say I'm looking forward to, <laughs> but football's football, so I'll yeah. what I can do. Yeah, that's super cool. Can you relate it at all to what it was like playing football for Baker, or is it entirely new? Um, well, I mean, obviously the plays and the... Yeah, like the place and the coaching staff are all new, but mm -hmm. I think I think there are definitely some similarities to home. Like they're all about um like they call it ATP, which means attention to detail. Mm -hmm. So they're all about perfection, doing everything right, which I kind of feel like Lev had us do when I was at Baker. He you know, he'd get on us for not keeping the locker room clean and Yeah. Um, not picking up after ourselves or doing drills right, running plays right, all that. So the team culture I'd say is essentially the same. It's just new faces, new people, but, you know, I always love making new friends and meeting my new teammates, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of miss having Santa Claus as my coach. <laughs> I am positive that he misses you, too. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm sure he's going to listen to this, too. <laughs> okay, so moving on a little bit, talking more about Baker. You mentioned you miss, like, um, the environment and the climate of Baker, but do you ever miss the small community, or are there advantages to both? Um, well, let me start off by saying, like, I definitely do miss the small community. Like, I miss walking around and knowing everyone's name and face and being able to say hi to everyone, you know, it's just like a friendly community. Yeah. I love being a part of it and totally. I can't wait to a moment visit everyone again. But um I don't know, Yale isn't too big of a student population. Obviously bigger than Baker being 
it being a university. Mm-hmm. But there's around 4,000 undergraduate students, four to 5,000, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, although some of the classes might have a couple hundred kids, I think they, Yale does a really good job of trying to build smaller communities within the college as a whole. Like um, everyone that lives on campus, you're randomly sorted into one of 14 like residential buildings. Yeah. And they, they treat it like Harry Potter here. Like every single <laughs> residential building is like their own Ravenclaw or their own Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. And, you know, they all, we all like hold our own residential building community events and we all do intramural sports against other buildings and oh wow yeah they like they treat it competitively and i'm in one called berkeley Uh and then we we hold our own events like only for berkeley students like that's why it kind of fosters a sense of community within the larger student body like whatever house you get placed into you kind of kind of make friendships within that building that's so cool yeah so they i think they do a really good job of like dissecting down the large student population to make smaller groups so people just don't feel like mm-hmm. that's yeah. so cool yeah and then the class size some of the class sizes aren't bad like they have um lectures or classes with multiple hundreds of students and they have uh seminar type classes where it's like really small groups of 10 to 15 kids and really interactive in it the small class environment lets you get to know your professors really well. And I'm in a couple of those right now too. I'm in one that uh, only talks about sports, it's called literature of sports, and there's like mm-hmm. kids in it. So, oh, wow. I, yeah, I still get the small class experience like I did at Baker. That's so sweet. Do you kind of build the same relationships with teachers and professors at Yale like you did with Baker? Um, As of right now, I wouldn't say so just because it's like online so i mm-hmm. kind of find it hard yeah i kind of just sit them on zoom log on do homework but i'm sure once we get back into in person next year i will definitely start forming relationships mm-hmm. with professors especially uh, professors that teach in the major i'll end up pursuing because you know, obviously like once you start taking um, more advanced courses in the major that you want to pursue, you'll you'll get to know the professors that work in that department as well, just because you'll be around them all the time. Totally. So hopefully I get to know some of the computer science yeah. um, departments if I keep with it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, okay, another question about Baker. Is there anything you wish you would have known to focus more or less on? While I, while I was at Baker? Yeah. Um, or do you feel like you kind of did everything in your power to do it right? I mean, personally, I always made it my goal to do, you know, whatever I could or um, put myself out there as much as I could. Mm-hmm. But I always did it in hopes of, you know, putting it on my college resume. Yeah. But I think what I would say is when you focus on doing extracurriculars, when you focus on doing volunteer work and getting good grades and stuff, I think I did all of that as well, but I think I made the mistake of in the back of my mind having all that point towards solely getting into college like there was like that was the main motivator mm-hmm. um and the motive behind me doing all that but i think 
what people should focus on more is doing what they actually want to do um, just because they want to and to give back to the maker community because I always kind of regret like yes I did honor society and yes I volunteered um, and had like a bunch of volunteer hours but now that I look back on it it's like obviously I enjoyed volunteering and I like love helping out the community but that should have been my main motivator instead of having it only focused on college because now that I think of it it just kind of feels a little a little selfish you know mm-hmm. yeah I think that's super important definitely something that I need to work on like the authenticity behind it is more important than why you're a goal for doing it which would be to put it on a resume yeah I think it's super easy to kind of get lost in your own goals and also trying to stay true to everyone else. Yeah, that's why I was so excited when you asked me to do this podcast. It was like, like I was finally giving back to Baker in some way, at least by doing this podcast. Yeah. Okay, I have another question. Is there anything that you didn't necessarily appreciate about Baker while you were there that you miss or recognize like how important it was now? Hmm. Well, aside from like the scenery, which I already talked about, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I think what I took for granted is well i wouldn't say i took for granted but i underappreciated the relationship you have with teachers like like we were talking about earlier like miss mm-hmm. pitts sent me a box of the best cookies ever last week <laughs> it's just like i can't think of many other teachers from like other schools that would go out of their way to do that for students and it's like once you graduate normally you move on with your life and most people don't stay in touch with their high school teachers but at Baker, it's like you can move to anywhere in the world and come back any number of years later and teachers will still remember you if they're still there and, you know, just show you the same love that they did when you were their student. And I think that's what I, like, underappreciated the most. It's like, when, like, us being kids and being young, we don't really understand. Um, I mean, I'm still young, but we don't really understand or appreciate (laughs) how much the teachers actually care for us at Baker and how yeah. the community is. Until you graduate and leave and go to a different school and have different teachers, it's not until then that you realize that the Baker teachers are always there for you and, you know, they're just, they're different. Yeah, from for sure. Well, that is all of the questions that I had before we end the podcast. I just want to know, You've given some great advice and some great perspectives, but is there anything you want to say to anyone listening, staff or students, any advice or lessons or just like a fun fact, anything at all? Um, uh, I, did, I didn't want to talk to anyone on the football team actually, or left. Mm-hmm. I, I saw on Facebook that they're starting up practices again and, you know, I just wanted to motivate them and tell them that they better they better have a good season without me this year <laughs> i'll be looking forward to keeping up on them seeing how they're doing and with the basketball program both the women mm-hmm. other than that now i just want to say i miss the big community everyone back at home and, uh, i'm coming back in, in 
November. They're letting us off early for winter break mm-hmm. and doing finals online. So I'll be home then. Maybe, hopefully, see if there's a way I could even come on campus if it's regulated by then. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be excited to be home. Sweet. Well, that's all I have. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this with me. Yeah, no problem. Cool. Thank you for having me, Caitlin. Yeah. And that's a wrap on the very first installment of the ASB podcast. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Maybe you got some takeaways from Jason's perspective and experiences at Yale, or maybe it just felt like you got to catch up with him. Um, Next week, we've got Taylor Daniels leading the podcast, so stay tuned for that, and have a wonderful rest of your day, Baker.